We become a race of peeping Toms. Something happened. Something was happening. I had no idea. Where is her treacherous husband now? But in a place where she can visit if she wished. Mine! It's with the ancestors! I'm yeah, I'm drinking, Luann. How can you hold cake and not eat it? Oh, shit, you guys got coke here. Oh, my God, of course. I mean, I know to you I'm just your old fat Aunt Maddie Faye. I'm more than that, sweetheart. These are godless times, Mrs. Snell. You're all feckin' boring. With your piddling grievances over nothing, you're all feckin' boring! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Best Supporting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to celebrating and dissecting the performances of our favorite Best Supporting Actresses. My name is Nick Kachanov, and the vet gets them wet. And my name is Colin Drucker, but you can just call me Harry! (laughs) (laughs) Jamie Lee, you're all of us. But I can confirm that at some point in this movie, Jamie Lee Curtis does utter the line, Harry, my memory is correct. <laughs> yeah, it's so perfect. It's the perfect name for her to yell. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't, I was like, maybe, maybe she says Harry a lot, but maybe she doesn't ever really say it in that way with that kind of cadence. But there she was dangling from the helicopter and there, like it was the last big Harry was Harry. And I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Validated. Chad Michaels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. I, yes. yes. Oh. Well, and if any of this is any indication, folks, uh, we are here, of course, today to finally talk about Jamie Lee Curtis, Oscar winner Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies. What a wild ride this movie is. I had such a great time. I I only watched it one time before this. Keon sat me down and he's like, we're going to watch this. And I feel like it was about six or seven years ago at this point. So this was a lovely time to be had and I, I we we said it last week two hours and 20 minutes but i feel the movie truly starts when helen gets involved if you know what i mean oh absolutely because the first 45 minutes of the movie is very much and i think on purpose your standard action movie where the wife gets every once in a while gets like oh you're late for dinner or you know chit-chatting with her co-worker about her absent husband but not getting to do nothing and then yes. and then it becomes the the Jamie Lee Curtis show I mean honestly and it's funny because there's the Bill Paxton tie-in but I feel like Helen it's like Melissa from Twister wishes she was Helen you know what I mean oh you know I really feel like that was the narrative that Melissa from Twister deserved is the Helen Trasker treatment yes she and uh, another Jamie, Jamie, uh, Jamie Gertz. No, yes. no, Jamie. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, blank series of Jamie's. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, it's like because she is, although be it a little surprised by everything, once things come to fruition, which we'll get into, um, you know, she kind of just rolls with it in the best way possible. She is funny. She's capable. And she's so thrilling to watch. And I wanted that for Melissa, but she, you know, she should have sent Bill Packin anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, she, no, she I'm, got hers. 
it it worked out for you know and for anyone who hasn't listened to our twister episode it's it's a true redemption story for Razzie and and stinker award nominee and i believe even winner Jamie Gertz in a supporting performance <laughs> that frankly deserves a lot more support as Dr. Melissa Reeves is that her name yeah, and on IMDb it just says Dr. Melissa, and then there's like a dot, dot, dot. Oh, Reeves, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, oh, good. Oh, that's that, another validating moment. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Not yes. Alzheimer's, I'm remembering things. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, whereas Jamie Gertz, uh, whereas Melissa you know, did not get the same, you know, dignity that Helen got. Uh, and Jamie Gertz did not get the same dignity that Jamie Lee Curtis got because, well, Miss Gertz was swimming in stinkers and Razzies. Jamie Lee Curtis got a Golden Globe for this. I know. That's so funny. I mean, not funny at all because it is like such a great performance from her. She really gets to do everything. And yeah. Give her an Oscar nom. I think this is like the Bullets Over Broadway year, I feel, right? If I'm if I stand corrected. This was I mean, we can check because it was nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety four, so it was yeah, the ninety five Oscars. Do you want me to yeah. look up and see who she was beat out by or do you have it in front of you? I'm pretty sure it was Diane Weist if it was Bullets Over Broadway and we had Jennifer Tilly, unless I looked at the wrong year and then in that case. We have to start fresh, but if I if you looked at the wrong year, I swear to God, <laughs> so I'm so me. mad at you. Um, okay, all right. So you are correct that it is the 1995 Oscars, and I guess technically, you know, the Screen Actors Guild she got nominated for Best Supporting Actress, but technically she won the Golden Globe for Best Actress. She probably would have been nominated for Best Actress, and so should she have made it into the Best Actress category, she would have been up against Miranda Richardson in Tom and Viv, which, you know, I know you're a big fan. Yes. Um, Susan Sarandon in The Client. The Client, I have a movie I've seen 8,000 times in my childhood. Oh. Oh, my God. That's the perils of having HBO as a kid. I saw this, The Client so many times. <laughs> uh, Winona Ryder in Little Women. Oh. Uh, yeah. God bless uh, her. And I don't think I've actually seen that version of Little Women. I mean, maybe it's it it's not a Christmas movie, but it feels like a Christmas movie. So I would love yeah. to do it around then. I, I think we have enough time to breathe between the last, you know, the newer one. And it, oh, she's so great in it. She's so good. Is she okay. Yes. And you know, while yeah. we're on this, while we're on this in this rabbit hole, uh, also featuring Susan Sarandon as Mrs. March. But uh, that's right. Oh uh, yeah, Winona, Claire Danes, Kirsten Dunst. Yes. Samantha Mathis. Eric oh. Stoltz. <laughs> Eric Stoltz. Mary Wicks from the Sister Act movies. Is Aunt oh, March. Yes. yes. Josephine, there's a draft. That's what I always <laughs> think of that line when the, when she opens the door and the dog barks. Oh, it's so good. All right. She's so... she's better than Meryl. I'm sorry. Love you, Meryl. But like, oh, she is who you want to play that role. No, Mary, Mary Wicks is a god she is yeah a, she's, she's so good absolute god and she's an I old am, crank yeah <laughs> absolutely she has never not been 65 plus you know even as a kid yes. that's what mary wicks looked like oh well then that gets that's decided we're gonna eventually do um little women oh that's fun i'm so uh, excited for that so that tangent was worth was worth that discovery alone indeed but other than Winona Ryder and Little Women, she was also up against Jodie Foster as Nell in the movie Nell. <laughs> Are you Nell from the movie Nell? Are you Nell from the movie Nell? Uh, and they all lost out to a an often discussed 
uh, actress or in the earlier days of this podcast, Jessica Lang, not for Tootsie, but for Blue Sky. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's the same year as Forrest Gump, no? Yes. This was the okay. year that Tom Hanks went for Forrest Gump. And since it's our namesake, Best Supporting Actress, you're right. Diane Wiest won for Bullets Over Broadway, which we did a while back. Mm-hmm. And uh, was up against Jennifer Tilly in Bullets Over Broadway and Helen Mirren in The Madness of King George, Rosemary Harris and Tom and Viv. I'm sure you were happy to see that. Ooh. And our very own Debbie Miller herself, Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. Oh, man. Yeah. She should have won. Now, and that's a movie, not as we're spiraling into rabbit holes, that's a movie I've also never seen. Well, I feel like if this is our month of action movies, it's either that or Kill Bill. I mean, Kill Bill is the like the sort of quote-unquote action movie, but I mean, any Tarantino movie is like has plenty of action, if you know what I mean. Well, and that brings up a very important point, is that it is more or less the beginning of summer, you know, yeah. into June. And so to kick off summer and to celebrate gay pride, we're doing <laughs> action movie month here on the Best Supporting Podcast. It feels good. I'm excited for it. And technically, it should be your pick because I picked True Lies this week. So it's, uh, you know, you have time to think about it. Oh, I have some ideas. Ooh. I have one that I am like pretty rare into pull the trigger on wow maybe yeah. we'll talk about it on the best supporting after show yes i will reveal yes. on the best supporting after show it is a movie that i have not seen before but oh. i know there is a supporting lady performance in it and i think that we will be entertained and i think it's going to be exciting i think the lead man we're going to be very attracted to mm-hmm. and uh that's all i'm going to say about it right now beautiful yeah. Can't so wait. if you want to find out what we're doing next week before next week or at some point this month, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash BSA pod. I know I'd want to know. <laughs> I'd want to know. I'd want to know yeah. if I didn't know right now. I know. Sometimes when you guys um, on All Right, Mary, when you're like, well, maybe we'll talk about this on Nuance. And I'm like, no, talk about it now. <laughs> Even <laughs> I know. though I subscribe, you know, or, you know, I have the link. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know. It's it's a great way. It's a great little tease. It's such a deep tease. I know. Yeah. Um. I know. And I, we don't even do it on purpose. It just becomes. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, let's it's perfect. Yeah. Let's just move this to the other pot at the back of the stove. You know. Yes. 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 Uh, but anyway, so yeah, we're we're kicking off action movie month with a movie that has been honestly, if anything, this is a promise we made to if anyone to Keon that if. Jamie Lee Curtis won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for Everything Everywhere All at Once. We would do True Lies. And then she won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress and Everything Everywhere All at Once. And guess what you couldn't find neither hide Uh, nor hair of on the internet? True Lies. And then all of a sudden it was here. Everywhere. Talk about being everything and everywhere all at once. <laughs> if if you're tr- if you're wondering, oh, where could I watch True Lies if I haven't watched it? You could watch it on Paramount Plus. You could watch it on Prime Video. You if you have MGM Plus, you could watch it there. You could rent it on YouTube. You could watch it. I mean, for God's sake, you know, you could download the Philo app that I almost bought to try to Ooh. watch do this a few months ago. Wow. I mean, I feel like the universe just provides and 
I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie is so hot and so cool and so funny. I'm there's so much to unpack here. And, and and I don't know where to start because I know she's the main event and we have, a, you know, at least one other woman to talk about. But, you know, action movies, a lot of men shooting other men, you know, but I, I, I truly feel and I, you know, I'm kind of borrowing this from IMDb a little bit too, like reading the reviews from users or whatever. But like, it's it's our kind of action movie. What was the other thing we talked about before in the past, where it's like this is an actrosexuals, you know, fill in yes. the blank. What was a- that? Action movies for actrosexuals was like a thing I wanted to do, which I guess we're technically yes. doing. I now. guess that's what it was. But wasn't there like an inciting? Not an incident, but uh, I th- I thought there was maybe a spark or something we covered. But, you know, my maybe. brain is mush these days. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we were talking about true lies. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I, even watching this again, I feel it's so balanced, and it doesn't take itself too seriously. It has some, like, hokey-pokey jokes and, like, some classic Arnold lines, and Jamie Lee is killing it. And it's a James Cameron movie, and I know he's kind of crazy, but, like, I, I do think this movie holds up. Like, for 1994... Um, this is an incredible achievement in action movies. And I know it was nominated for best like visual effects or something mm-hmm. for the Oscars or something. And, and rightfully so. I just think it's the perfect package, you know, from start to finish, even if it is two hours and 20 minutes. <laughs> well, you know, and I, I, I'll tell you, I, I am willing to accept the possibility of forgiving a runtime that's going over two hours. It's like watching a musical where it's like, all right, well, there's going to be some musical numbers. Like, it's going to take some time. And I feel like action movies are like musicals for straight men because there's these big action set pieces that are basically musical numbers. Yeah, honestly. And the first one is like the biggest opening number of all time, really, if if we're looking at it through that lens. Yeah, yeah. This is basically the opening of Company. But... Yeah, Into the Woods or something. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Um, well, since this was this is uh, this was your pick, uh, why don't you tell people what? Because I kind of forgot until I was watching yeah. it. What What is True Lies about? Oh God, I always go. I'm gonna try to do this in like less than a minute because I'll just talk for five minutes. So here we go. I would say True Lies centers around Harry played by Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger, mm. and who's married to Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, and his, uh, of course, Helen will be saying her name a thousand times. And Helen doesn't know that Harry is, what is it? He works for like the Omega sector or something. Yes. It's some sort of, you know, made up sort of CIA adjacent uh, operation. And um, essentially... You know, he, he goes out and does his thing and, you know, he's never home. But eventually, um, you know, one night. Oh, gosh. Well, Bill Paxton is also a BSA in this movie. We're, we're going to talk about him. But he's this like used car salesman that Jamie Lee Curtis has sort of developed like an emotional connection to. And Harry finds out. So, you know, I think him and um, Tom Arnold, who is basically Harry's sort of sidekick, they they track Bill Paxton and Helen down one night and uh, sort of scare him a little bit. And then there's so in order to get back at Helen and just, you know, quote unquote, teach her a lesson, I guess they give her like an assignment to, you know, we're going to talk about this as well, too. But eventually 
during that, it's like Harry and Helen in a hotel and shit starts getting real. Like the bad guys find them. And the beauty of it is Helen doesn't really know that it is real or, you know, what what to believe. And they go on this great adventure and become closer for it. And their daughter is a piece of shit. And I, I hate her. <laughs> she is the, the, the uh, equivalent uh, excuse me, the the best example of a petulant teenager. I was thinking of you the whole time, mm. but she has a pretty good sequence at the end, and that is my five-minute explanation of this movie. Did it make <laughs> sense? Right. I don't know. I, I think you covered I think for anyone who's seen True Lies, they, they think they followed. I think for anyone who hasn't, it's time to catch up. I think the... Yeah, the, help me. No, no, no. I think the big mi- missing piece is that indeed there is, and I think this was one of the like controversies of the movie, is that there's yeah. sort of vague Middle Eastern terrorists that, you know, Harry is trying to to stop, uh, you know, a terrorist act. Yes. And yes. so, yeah, the, the, the fake mission that he puts Helen onto to not only kind of teach her a lesson, but also to give her some excitement in her life, the excitement right. that she was seeking by seeing Simon or, you know, working with Simon, he decides, well, I'm going to use government resources to give you a little excitement and you're going to think you're on a secret mission pretending to be a prostitute. And then as they're doing that secret mission, then kind of plot A crosses with plot B and the vaguely Middle Eastern terrorists burst into the hotel room and take Harry and Helen hostage. And yeah, and there's kind of a, uh, a fun twist of Helen being like, no, don't. He's just my husband. Like, I I like that she thought she was the secret agent by the time shit gets real. And she was like, no, 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 leave him out of it. He's innocent. And I, I thought that was a uh, that was a cute twist that Helen. I like the peril that she was in of, of not realizing the iceberg of Harry and that he wasn't just I don't know. That he wasn't just, just her, a, like a salesman, her, her salesman yeah. husband who was there for some reason. Yeah, I think it's so perfect because, and it's also the way that it's written too. Like when she finds out who he truly is, and he like rattles off all those facts about the missile or whatever, or the bomb, whatever you want to call it, and she punches him in the face. I think that is like that's what you wanted Melissa to do the whole time to Bill Paxton and mm-hmm. Twister, but she just never did. So it, it felt so good, and it was so funny and just like an honest reaction. To- to the situation because it it's a kind of vaguely fucked up setup that yeah he he tracks down that she's been you know seeing this guy simon and then that turns out to just be like i kept thinking oh man simon's gonna turn out to actually be a spy but no he's just yeah this like sad used car salesman who pretends to be a spy to pick up women He's so perfect in this. I think he's such a goofball and like just sexy enough. You know what I mean? He even has that line like, I know I'm not a looker, but you know, it it works. And I think like, you know, his whole shtick is just finding bored housewives to give them a little bit of excitement. And, you know, Helen's his most recent catch and Harry does not like that. I have to say, Simon gives me big tom sandoval energy like the mustache (gasps) the hair yes the kind of dude like the put on voice like bill paxton is doing an snl sketch of tom sandoval (laughs) yes oh god it's so gross now i hate simon i like him. i mean i hate him but also you know and it, it he just has you know when he pees his pants twice in the movie it's like Mm -hmm. that's like the little wink 
that I like. It's, you don't need it, but it's perfect. Yeah, I mean, this movie is like, and any of the kind of like weird plot points, you know, of like, oh man, you know, Harry's, you know, using government resources to figure out if his wife is cheating. Like, very quickly, you're reminded, like, relax. It's a James Cameron movie from 1994. None yes. of it's that serious. Yeah, it's kind of a weird setup, but like. You know, uh, would I have trust issues if I were Helen by the end of this? Yes, probably. Yes. You know, would I have com complete and total PTSD if I was Dana by the end of this? Yes, probably. But it's a James Cameron movie from 1994. Everybody gets over it. Yeah, I mean, and to add to that sentiment, I, I still don't know how he sort of overcame that, like, needle that went into his arm that made him, like, all loopy. You know what I mean? Because you saw him getting a little blurry but then all of a sudden he snapped out of it and i don't think that would have happened in real life oh when they get when they get when they're captured when they're yeah, captured they're and they torture them or whatever mm -hmm. yeah and they give them the sodium pentanol or whatever. yeah the truth it's... serum yes yes but i guess it didn't you know knock them out per se i guess i don't know uh but that that's really the one thing i was like wait isn't he supposed to be like all loosey-goosey but you know all of a sudden he's just shooting everyone but Anyway, that was the yes. one thing I was thinking of. But it doesn't matter. Onward. It's another one of those. It's a James Cameron movie from 1994. Like, how did he, he pick the lock on his hand? I mean, it's like the number of bullets that are fired in this movie. Oh, that my God. I should know. have hit any one of these characters multiple times. And it's like, oh, OK, I guess, you know, bad aim. Oh, OK, you know. Yeah. When Tom Honor Arnold, excuse me, and his character's name is Gib. Uh, when he's hiding behind that pole that's like four inches wide and mm -hmm. like a machine gun is like just ripping rounds of bullets around him. But he has a good bit of like holding on to his <laughs> like his stomach and in like his ass and then like his, his dick. And uh, I, I have to say, like, I, I can't really remember why Tom Arnold was he just like was he a shitty husband? Was he abusive? What was the I remember him being a not so cool guy, but I think he's rather good in this movie. Like Tom Arnold in real life. Yeah, Tar Tom Arnold in real life. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. I mean, obviously, he was married to Roseanne and uh, I think had recently or was going through the divorce with her while they were making this movie, which, according to IMDb, is where the whole joke the where ice he cube talks about yeah, the ice cube tray, where he talks about his second wife leaving and. And the line of like, what kind of crazy bitch takes the ice cube trays? And, you know, it's lines like that that are like, ooh. Somebody doesn't like women that yeah. <laughs> pop up in this movie. But it was like, so I know there was that. I don't know. I I think that he, I'm I'm sure I, I, if I can remember the E! True Hollywood story from my childhood of Tom Arnold, I'm sure there were drugs. I'm sure there was all kinds of things with Tom Arnold. But I also thought he was kind of great in this movie. I, I thought he was, I thought he and Arnold had great chemistry. I, I liked there was one moment where, they were kind of tracking down Helen and and it's when Harry realizes that, you know, Helen is indeed or thinks that Helen is indeed cheating with Simon. And Gib has this very real moment where he's like, you're never around like this was going to happen eventually. And like, it's a very kind of human moment. And I thought, oh, what a nice what a nice thing to give the character of Gib to be the voice of reason for a second. Yeah, I think I, I wanted a little bit more of that because he is that cartoony sort of sidekick. But like he is smart and really kind of cleans up all of Harry's messes. 
Um, but I, you know, even like that conversation about like when he says like I think Helen's cheating on me, like uh, he sort of says like Welcome to the club. He's a terrible friend in that moment. It's like he's kind of trying to lighten the mood, I guess. But you know, he said can't live women can't live with them can't kill them. I'm like Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, I <laughs> that so. That so it was the the crazy what kind of crazy bitch takes the ice cube tray stood out to me that line of like women can't live with them can't kill them and then the other line that I I just I can't believe no one else was like hmm, that's weird is when Gib was talking about or maybe it was Simon was talking about Helen to Harry while he was giving them the test drive in the car and he said yeah. something about how she had an ass like a ten year old boy. Yeah, <laughs> I, was I mean, like, <laughs> it's not like it'd be better if it was like 10 year old girl. 10 year old is the problem here. Yeah, it is. It's all those things that he was saying, because I mean, when it's like that sort of fake out, I, I call it like a six feet under fake out when they like when something happens like he in this sort of scenario, like Harry punches Gib or not Gib, Simon super hard in the face and it's like exactly what you want him to do but then you it smash cuts to him just still sitting there and he didn't do it but he wants to uh but yeah i wish he would have in a way yeah it was uh there was definitely that moment where i was thinking about you know people watching this in the movie theaters in 1994 and it was just like man and i remember there was another movie where there was a similar feeling where it was like these movies did not like women and i think true lies is better than some of the others and that it did give helen quite a bit more to do and, and a lot more, you know, obviously, you know, uh, was more of a featured role and not just a damsel in distress. But like, what was the movie that we did where it was, it was written, it was, co- oh, oh, it was the, it was co-written by Michael Crichton and his wife. Oh my God. It was none other than, than Jamie Gertz's uh, winning uh, vehicle, Twister, Twister. Oh, of course. Of course, that makes sense. Then, of course, yeah. Another movie from the nineties where it was like, you you don't love women, do you? You're this is no women talking. Yes, quite the opposite. Yeah. Ew, Michael. Um, I know. Get get lost, lost, Michael. Even though you passed away, two thousand. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thanks for Jurassic Park, but yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the movie Sphere. Did you ever see Sphere? <laughs> no, I, oh my I don't god. know if I've ever even heard of it. Yeah. Oh god, it was some like underwater adventure, maybe ghost movie, with Oof. Sharon Stone and Dustin Hoffman, and oh Queen Latifah's in it, and she dies. It's not worth it. <laughs> oh, she dies. Oh, she dies. Queen uh, Latifah dying. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, but I mean, to that point of liking women or giving women like meaningful moments in movies or whatever, I think for Jamie Lee, I think when, when the awards start coming in is when they capture her from Simon's quote unquote hideout slash his, the trailer that he lives in and they take her to the interrogation room. Yep. That is exactly where my ears perked up. Yes. Yeah. That is the Helen Trasker show. It's that scene is so good. It is. She gets to do everything in that scene. Yeah, it's and even like a, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Some of the ways that they film it, where they have like they'll because I guess they have like some kind of infrared camera on her yes! face, 
right? So like they'll show certain like parts of her talking, but just show the infra- infrared camera version of her. And it just like gives it like a different kind of impact. I think it was on the line when she was like, see, I did that. I was reckless and I was wild and I fucking did it. And she's like kind of crying. It's so mm-hmm. good. Oh, yeah. No, I found the, yeah, when she was like, I wanted to do something outrageous and it felt really good to be needed and to be trusted. I love how she says, um, yeah, because she goes into that, like, you know, it's just there's so much I want to do with this life and it feels like I haven't done any of it. And then the way that she puts this, like, twist on, you know, the sand is running out of the hourglass. Like, she does this almost, like, Meryl kind of read of that line. Yes. It's, Uh, I mean, she gets to throw that, like... Uh, her little stool against the window there. I mean, it's 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 such a great scene. Oh, I love it when she was like, you know, let me out of here, and she's slamming the stool against the mirror. I just, oh, I just wanted it to break. Like, I just, I, it was so, it was so gratifying because I do feel like that punch that she gives Harry later is very cathartic. But for me, this moment is like, oh, I, I we needed this, Helen. Yeah, it's kind of just like um, a little bit of a, I, I, I don't know, like an act two gun, really, because really at this point we're like almost an hour in the movie, but uh, that she's capable of doing a lot of damage and is, is has that sort of enough rage and drive to get the job done in the future. Yeah, we even see it a little bit when they when they capture her at Harry or at Simon's when she oh, yeah. like you know she bites Harry and she kicks I think Gib and like gets yep. away like she's I I liked seeing those little hints that there's no like again not remembering what this movie is it was about I was like oh does it turn out that Helen is also a spy behind Harry's back is that what this is um, yes oh my god that would have been so good right and i guess that's like isn't that basically like mr and mrs smith is that isn't yeah that... i feel i've never seen that movie but i, I want to say you're right yeah well i'm you know i'm not going to go down that rabbit hole i'm just not i'm gonna re- i'm gonna reserve the right to not google mr and mrs smith and find out because i don't care i don't yeah you know. unless it's the hit song from smash <laughs> oh <laughs> your favorite the, song my favorite they're like oh time <laughs> to go to the bathroom yeah yes yes uh, at this point, I have a Pavlovian response. When I hear that song, I'm like, Jesus, I am busted right now. Yes. Uh, um, but no, I love, uh, I just love that scene. I had I had forgotten that she got that moment. And then when they're like, oh, do you love your husband? And she gets very choked up and very, you know, yes, and I'll always love him. And I, it's a, I, you know, I mean... I forgot that, that this 1994 James Cameron movie gave Jamie Lee Curtis this much to do. I always just kind of remembered the like the sexy scene. Yeah, I forgot about the interrogation scene. I remember, obviously, yeah, the, the sexy scene, the helicopter scene at the end. But really, that's all I remember. And there's really... And she does it all with like no shoes on. She's like the opposite of Bryce Dallas Howard running around in those heels the whole time. She knows. She's like, I can't deal with these shoes. Let's go. Oh, after they escape from getting kidnapped in, in yes, the keys. Yeah, that is ta- a little bit, yeah, beyond this. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, she. Ta- I was like, I think she had her shoes on the interrogation scene. No, I remember when she took her shoes off, and I was like, yes, take your damn shoes off, you know? Uh, yeah. Screw it, you know? Like, yeah. step on a couple of thorns, you know, just. It's life yeah, or little, death here, Jamie It's life Lee, or death, yeah. little Dr. Scholes, when you get home, you'll be fine. Yeah, and and I just love, like, uh, you know her 
in that scene, you know, when they're trying, when everything really goes haywire and they escape uh, being held hostage. And, um, I, you know, there's like the classic, which I think would happen to me, too. It's just like that dumb luck in a movie of someone who doesn't know what they're doing, where she shoots the machine gun and it like shoots up because of it, the, the sheer force of all those bullets flying out of the gun. And it just magically rolls down the steps and kills all the men, uh, oh, which yeah. is perfect, though. Yeah, and she's like doing a lot of like slow motion hand and like wah, wah, wah acting. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. I feel like it was bringing me back to like Jamie Lee Curtis in House Arrest. I feel like Jamie Lee pulled some similar faces in House Arrest. Oh, yeah. Or maybe uh, Freaky Friday. Hot dog fingers on her face, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I got to say, I. It's. I may have seen Freaky Friday once, but it's distinctly possible that I've actually never seen that movie in fall. Oh, it's so good. She's, they're both so good. And I, I, I think I saw it once or twice, like back when it came out and I was like, wow, this is, because it's a remake obviously too, but I, I think she's great in it. More so Jamie Lee than Lindsay Lohan even. Um, yeah. All right. Well, and it and it's a remake of the '70s version with Nell from the movie Nell, Jodie Foster. And do you know who plays the mom? No. My my little queen, Barbara Harris. Oh, Barbara. Yeah, Barbara oh, Harris plays. It. So Jamie Lee Curtis and Barbara Harris have played the same role. Two very important women. <laughs> Two very important women. That's our yeah. screenplay. <laughs> Two very important <laughs> women. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, yeah. Um, well, you know, and and once like once we get into like the action set pieces, you know, once she takes her shoes off, basically, and and you know, I mean, there's just. Uh, there's Arnold basically shooting napalm at people who's like, he's like holding a gas hose from a, like a oh hose God, from a gas truck and like shooting and like, you know, burning everybody down. But then, uh, she of course gets captured by the only other, well, not the only other, but really the, the second female lead, um, or supporting, you know, anyway, she gets kidnapped by Tia Carrere who, in what in a fifth build <laughs> Tia Carrere. That's right. Juno Skinner. That's, yeah. that's a name. That's a name. Sounds like an anagram. I know, right? It's just, yeah. It doesn't sound like a Tia Carrera name, but no. there we have it. But she's so beautiful. I mean, I remember Tia, like my much like any kid of the 90s, and maybe you have a different frame of reference, but mine was in Wayne's World. I don't know about you, but and I remember her being, speaking of so hot and so cool, like... Mm. I thought she was the most beautiful woman I've like ever seen in my life. She's so good. Oh, I mean, she as as Cassandra in Wayne's yes. World. Oh my god, oh. absolutely the first and oftentimes only thing I think of when I think of Tia Carrere is Wayne's World. Yeah, like and indelible, like a, a peak Rob Lowe. Like I think he's never been hotter, and him that and in Tommy Boy too. I think he's he's so hot. Oh, and we've talked about Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy, I don't I don't want to see this summer come to a close without us doing a Tommy Boy episode. I think I think we can make that happen. We we are bound to. I think yes. Yeah. If Labor Day cup comes and we haven't done a Tommy Boy episode, I promise you, I will lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you have it, folks. Well, there you have it, folks. Yeah, <laughs> nothing to worry worry Can't about wait here. Wait to see how this. Yeah. Ends up. 
<laughs> opera glasses. <you> know? Yes. <laughs> Um, I also, I, the other thing I know Tia Carrera from is that she played the villain in AJ and the Queen. Oh, Lord. I mean, I think I watched maybe one episode of it, and I think I had to turn it off when all the queens were at the club or something, and, like, every drag race queen had, like, five words or less to say. Like Alexis, it almost seemed like like what is that laughing when they poke their heads out? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She just was like bam, and that was it. I was like, whoa! Did you watch the whole thing? You oh, talked about it on the podcast. We did like I think we did three episodes covering the entire series, whoa. and it's you know like okay the the reasons to watch it's terrible, but like Josh Sagara is in it, so <gasps> we love him. Lance, Lance is My in Lance? it. Your Lance is in it. He's very hot, um, oh. and that's a reason to watch. Oh, Jane Krakowski shows up in an episode. Oh, nice. Yeah, and she's she's kind of nice. Oh, Mary Kay Place. Oh, apparently Bridget Everett did an episode. I guess I have to rewatch this series. <gasps> yeah, that was pre you know pre Bridget. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pre Bridget Everett days. Yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, speaking of somebody somewhere, Tim Bagley or Badgley or whatever. He shows up in an episode as well, playing oh, a nice. Tim Badgley kind of role. Um, yes. So it's not a great show by any means, and RuPaul is a. RuPaul is sometimes a good actor and sometimes it's just like, Ru, like, I'm sorry, my dear, but you are up for elimination. <laughs> Learn um, your words. You will be in the bottom two. Yeah, absolutely. You better go put that iPod in. But uh, <laughs> I think it's worth seeing. You know, listen, I'm not going to put it on an invisible list. I'm just going to say. Yeah, no. Oh, God. It's out there. And if you ever are like down with the flu, you could probably watch AJ and the Queen. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um, Tia Carrere is like kind of, I think she's terrible in it, but maybe oh, I, no. maybe it's like better the second time around. I don't know. Yeah. I'll let you know. Well, she's good in True Lies. I'll she say. is good in True Lies. And and in this movie, it's like, I always forgot every other scene she was in until the limo at the end. Yeah. I mean, there's not, I, I will say this too, because there, they, you know, there's a lot of Arabic that flies around and obviously Keon is fluent in it. So when him and his family watched this movie, I think it was like him and his brother and his mom and his grandmother, and they all sat down and watched it. And during the, the first, I don't know when, I don't want to say first, but Harry eventually goes to visit Juno at like what is it an excavation they're like they're they're walking through stuff there's plastic everywhere and they go like she takes him back remember that scene she's like purporting to be some kind of art dealer and he's looking he's claiming to be looking for a big art piece for the lobby of some company and so that she takes him back to these you know uh, and i think it turns out oh they're they've been hiding weapons in, in what appear to be these these old ancient you know, ruins or something. That's right. That's right. And uh, Aziz, uh, the character, basically the main bad guy, who reminds me of like the Arabic version of like the guy in the movie Ghost that's on the subway. Uh huh. <laughs> you know yep. I mean? Yep. He comes in and he slaps Juno and says, Sharmuta, which means whore. And Kian said, the first time we watched that, everyone in the room gasped because it was just like, you know, they knew what it meant and you just don't say that word ever. So right. and I gasped when I watched it because I know that word now too. And I was like, oh. 
How dare but, you? I mean, yeah. Keon's family, they're a family of Gaspers, the Musambas. Yes, so I was going to say. I, I picture it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, I imagine. I, I know Keon is one to gasp, and yes. so I'm glad to know that it's a hereditary thing. Sharmuta. Yeah, so I just had to mention that scene. But you're right, it's... You know, she does her. She's like that beautiful woman who was kind of involved, but not really. Like I almost forgot she was there, and then she eventually shows up. Um, you know, when Jamie Lee and or you know Harry and Helen, which are funny that they're both H names, uh, you know, are are caught, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I remember you." Oh yeah, you Juno. Uh, and yeah, I mean, like it's all about that, like that fight that Juno and Helen have in the back of. In the back of the limo, I mean, the setup of, like, they've blown out the seven-mile bridge with an explosives. You know, Helen and, and Juno were fighting over the gun, and the driver gets shot. And then, I guess, yes. in rigor mortis, his foot slams down on the gas. And so they are speeding along on the bridge while the helicopter pursues them. Helen and Juno are beating each other up in the back of a limo. I mean, it's—this uh, this is— action movies for actrosexuals. This is an action movie for actrosexuals moment. Yeah, I I totally agree. I, I and also like those blows to Juno's head, she should have been dead <laughs> with that oh, like yeah. champagne bottle. Yeah. Oh my god, she would have killed her. So the fact that she's still kicking. Yikes. Yeah. Helen gave her some good wax and yeah, she... uh <laughs> Oh my god, it, I, it was I'll say like that whole set piece of Harry rescuing helen from the limo i was i was like, like I, I, was, know. I was doing all of that as you said like 1994 like this this shit holds up i was still i was on the edge of my seat i mean that in the last scene i thought of the heights the oh, heights colin god well and that brings us to uh a a you know uh Seventh build, Eliza Dushku, uh, who yes. plays Dana, Harry and Helen's daughter, who really, yes, she has some, like, petulant, like, bite the piece of toast and go off to school, you know, on the back of her boyfriend's motorcycle, you know, moments. And and then I kind of forgot about Dana, and then they didn't really explain how, but somehow the terrorists kidnapped Dana in the middle of the night and brought her to the top of a skyscraper in Miami, even though they live in, like, the D.C. area. Yes. And, um, and now Harry has to take off in a fighter jet to go save Dana. I mean, yes, I was—my palms were, like, uh, soup. <laughs> I— that when she's on that yellow thing, like that you couldn't pay. I would just be like, well, it was a good run, but I'm, you know. Yeah, I, I'm, I just don't think this part's for me. I'd see that, oh I'd see that in the gosh. script and go, yeah, I don't. And from what I had read, I mean, there's like a dark under, underside to all of this as well. And I don't want to bring down the conversation, but I don't know if you read about Eliza Dushku's stunt coordinator. Yes. Yeah. Some sexual assault going on. Yeah. So like. Uh, you know, you think about her like in these like and she talked about like, you know, you know, th this wasn't all like green screen. You know, she was like 25 stories up, you know, hanging off Oof. of a crane. And it's like and this is the asshole who's supposed to be making sure she doesn't get hurt. Yikes. I mean, that's some shit. And it, 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 it God, I couldn't even imagine that. But I, I hope like I don't know. I hope he got launched. Uh, like that guy at the end, like Aziz. Hopefully yeah, he had an Aziz type fate. He got um, Azized, yeah. He got Aziz, but I when she's on that yellow 
someone on scaffolding or whatever you want to call it, like the crane, and mm-hmm. she slips. There's always a slip. And oh. I was just like, I think I gripped onto the couch. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. I'll never be no, able to do it. Same. I was like, this is like, th- this is not, this is not acceptable. But I, I mean, and of course, like, I mean, this is where you have to just throw any logic to the wind. It doesn't matter if any of this is plausible. The idea that Harry is is going to rescue his daughter in a in a jet on the next to a bill. I mean, there's just like so many details where I'm like this is insane. But yes, my palms are wet talking about it right now. Oh yeah, when he's like just let go and fall onto the jet. I'd be like, "No, you have to pull that shit like un- I my toes have to be touching before yeah. I let go of this." And then it's like, "And now fly over the roof of somewhere so that I can just get down." Like, <laughs> "Oh, I know. Yes, yes." Like, yeah. "Oh god." And it's such a it's such a classic 90s trope too like the guy like with headphones like cleaning the office uh-huh always yeah yeah um or like someone on a toilet which there is in this movie actually that's a great toilet scene uh, in the bathroom but uh there was something else about oh yeah just when you think aziz is like sort of you know he falls off the the fighter jet he gets tangled up and on the side of it, and I was like, no, because it's like the perfect kill shot mm-hmm. with that gun. Uh, but lo and behold, he's attached to a missile, which Harry launches him through through the building all the way to where does it end up? Doesn't it? Oh, it ends up on like the other like killing more of the bad guys. Right? Yes. Killing like the rest of the bad guys. Of yeah. Course. I mean, the number of the number of people who die in this movie. I mean, it's like just dozens of guys die in this movie it, it it's like it's not violent like there's like almost no blood in this movie but it's probably a body count of like a hundred people in this movie oh easily within yeah that one scene alone with all the explosions to the the held captive scene we'll call it but yes agreed and i have to say too it's like we haven't really talked about arnold yet but i think he's so hot i think he's like the perfect amount of like action star and goofball and he's a good husband and i really love him yeah i mean he's you know he's no laurence olivier you know what i mean like he's (laughs) he's certainly like uh you know i I always think of that quote from it was from one of the eras of the lady watch opening where it was like um i was cast in my range and i sang in my range i think it's like lauren mr weber mr weber in my range yeah it's faye dunaway i think yeah yes um and i kind of think like you know arnold works within his range and yep and he has some like tender little moments, like during the interrogation scene. There's some like facial reactions from Harry, yes, which I thought were yes. real. Um, and yeah, he's so he's so hot. Like it's yeah, it's he looks true. Great. He's yeah. I was like, damn. I here's the thing now, and I and I need to send this to you. Uh, there is this clip. And I don't know what the larger context is, but it's like from the 80s and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger in Rio during Carnival. And he's basically being like, you know, a, a you know, oh, I'm learning all about Carnival and, and you know, the, the, the ways of the Brazilians in Rio. But it's really just like, it feels like softcore porn. It's just like Arnold Ooh. meeting with beautiful women. And 
I I was going to send it to you before we did this episode because I just think the context that it gives me now, like when I watch that video, I just think of like how much sex Arnold had filming this video. Like it's so <laughs> like I just think, oh my god, he has got to have like rug burns on his penis at the end of this trip. It's just like, yeah ridiculous. So, um, so I think of that now when I think of Arnold. You know, it, it's. It, I just think should. of Arnold and Rio just going hog fucking wild, everything. fucking <laughs> yes. everything, talking all about how he loves butts. And I'm like, oh, my God, you had so many butts in Brazil on that trip. Oh, yes. I think uh, you see his butt in one of the Terminator movies, and it's perfect. I think you're right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I need to... I need to yeah, I need to follow up on Google that, that later. Yeah, yes, I need yes. To Google that. Yeah, in my bunk later. Um, but speaking but, of yeah. hot, should we talk about Jamie Lee and the? Inf- I feel like this is if I had watched this movie when I was in my early cataloging years, this would have been sat right next to the shelf of like you know the Catwoman transformation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think for like little gays, this is not like ooh sexy. Like this is like. It's, it's, it's like, oh, look at you being a woman. Like, oh, oh God. look at this she woman. is so hot and her body is so banging. I couldn't get over it. I was yeah. just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened to me in that scene. It was, and this it is, was so good. No body double. Like it is very clearly Jamie Lee. She worked her ass off for this and fit as a fucking fiddle. It's insane. Yeah, what's that one movie? Um, I mean, you don't even... If you know it, great. If not, this doesn't really even matter. But it's that movie with John Travolta, and they're both doing, like, aerobics, and they're, like, thrusting at yes, each other. Yes, yes. Yeah, it like the reminds opening, me of that. Yeah, the opening credits is, like, them, like, her, you know, in an aerobics class, and she's, yes, like, they're yeah. thrusting at each other. I... Oh, what's it called? Well, now I'm going to I'm gonna look it up because it's important that if you're going to bring up a movie like that, that we make sure to name it because that movie is called Perfect from 1985. It's called Perfect. Perfect. It's an hour wow. and 55 minutes, so it's just short of 20th Century Women. Yeah. And it stars uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and John Travolta and anyone else we know? Um, no, no one else we know. Okay. How do you like that? But <sighs> well, I guess she's... this is all to say. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was say, but she also has a very short, cute haircut in that movie that I just wanted yeah. to mention. Yeah. Um, she's got the moves, Jamie Lee, and I love that. Um, you know, I one of the first things that Keon told me is that the fall when she falls off of like the the pole of the bed or the bedpost was not planned. It was something that just happened, which I love. And it's still just like, it's like the most perfect like flub ever because it's so Helen that she's like kind of in, in the zone or really kind of getting it right. And then she slips. Well, I hate to, burst oh it's not a it's not because i imdb claims that it's often thought to be like a flub that they left in but that that was a planned move but what was flub but maybe this is this is where like you know the game of telephone in terms of lore okay arnold didn't know it was going to happen and so his reaction is real of him almost like sitting up. And, yeah, that's true. Um, and he wasn't supposed to drop the little talk boy at one yep, point. Yep, and yep. So like parts. So I. So from Arnold's point of view, it it happened in the moment. Oh dang! 
I know. I'm sorry. That's okay. Dion, I hate. I'd I know. Have the facts. Hey, I'm just here to bring the facts according to IMDb's trivia. So take that with yeah, a grain of salt. Talk about true lies. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on brand for today. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yes, yeah, she's. I mean. And the other thing was that my memory or my expectation was like, oh, this is going to be cringy or weird or intentionally awkward, like set up that Helen is awkward, like kind of how it starts where she starts kind of like doing weird, like hand dancing. But yeah. I love that Helen gets into it and is fully convincing and feels her oats. And I feel like that's this running thing in this movie that like. Helen is tougher than you expect. She's sexier than you expect. Like she's, she is like, I guess in some ways they validate how she does become a spy at the end because it's like, Helen's kind of had a secret Helen, you know, underneath just as much as Harry has. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I know there were, it's like all the usual suspects, like, Shelley Pfeiffer, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio, like mm. all the like those early 90s gals that like could have been this role. And I I do think Jamie Lee's kind of perfect because she has to be able to be a convincing mom who's just like kind of bored and naive, I guess. And then also be this like budding action star in a way. And I think she's the only one that could have done it. She's, I mean, it, it's a nice reminder of, like, obviously this is from years earlier, but, like, her her run as a scream queen. Like, I yeah. love I love that that kind of, it's like, oh, yeah, no. Like, we've seen Jamie Lee Curtis. I've certainly seen her, like, put up a good fight a number of times in movies. Yes, I think that's important. It's kind of like it all led up to this moment. So, yeah, it's, it's great. And that's, like, that's the magic of Jamie Lee Curtis's career is that, again, like, you know, I, I, I can't I can't repeat this, you know, 8000 more times. But I always say, you know, the fact that in, in the same year she was, you know, in the Halloween movie, she was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She was in everything of her all at once. Like these are the the levels of Jamie Lee. But even in the rest of her career, she's done comedies like Freaky Friday and House Arrest and A Fish Called Wanda. She's done action movies. She's done horror movies. She's done some garbage, you know, like, yeah. She she really is the people's princess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the tote bag there, yeah. Oh, I mean, she, she really is. <laughs> yeah, she's roll. all of us, but she's... She is. <laughs> she's our... She's really like a, you know... A, a, she's a celebrity who is, you know, not afraid to be a human being. It's, uh... yeah. She did Activia commercials, for God's sake. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh She's been God. around. She's always been here. Yeah. Oh. She was in five episodes of NCIS, which is Jag adjacent. Definitely. I don't know. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, my God. What if she was in an episode of Jag? Oh, my God. Oh, God. I checked. I feel like... She wasn't. Okay. I don't think she would be. No. And then, oh, I mean, like... What are your what's your relationship with the movie My Girl? Oh, she's great in it, and I I think I've I've seen it enough times. Like I've definitely seen it, but it's been a while. Um, gosh, it's been a long time to be honest. But she's great in that. Oh my God, Shelly Shelly's camper. Oh my God, I think Johnny and I, I think maybe it was last summer. Think, yeah, we did a My Girl episode, and it was mostly dedicated to 
Jamie Lee Curtis as Shelley because she's so like, oh, she's so lovely in that movie. She's so great in that movie. Oh my God. We could do a My Girl episode sometime about Jamie Lee Curtis. She's so good in that movie. Ooh, heading back to the 90s. I like it. Yeah. Grandma Moo, you know? Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, so I just like, I I just love this woman. I love that this is her range. And, you know, uh, she's validly sexy in this movie. Yes, absolutely. I mean, just the tearing off of the sleeves and, like, the putting the water on her hair. Like, it was just so, I don't know. I love a makeover, and I just thought it was so cool that she did that. And I thought it was, like, that's a cool sort of um I wish someone from Drag Race would do that like in a reveal oh. runway. Oh my god. Holding yeah. like one single flower, you know, in a little vase and it has a little bit of water. Like that I would die. That would be incredible. Oh, that'd be such a cool reveal. I oh want Katya god. to do something like that, you know? Yeah. Oh, for my reveal, I would be Helen in True Lies. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, it'd be so great. Ugh. Um you know, speaking of sexy in this movie, I I have to ask the important question. Is it wrong to find the terrorists hot? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Right? There was yes. one in so the bathroom scene where they, they go to kill Harry in the bathroom and there's that poor old guy pooping in the stall, uh, which is, yeah, totally a 90s staple. But there was the one terrorist in there. He was a bigger guy. Oh, God. Yes, I know exactly. Oh my goodness. I would let him cap me in the back of the head yesterday. <laughs> oh my god, he was so hot. Yes, he definitely was. And that scene was also very stressful. I like, you know, especially when I mean, I don't know how I guess somehow Arnold survived. I'm I'm not I don't know why I'm trying to like quantify this. Like all the bullets in the bathroom like stalls that suddenly he like escaped in the last one. Again, doesn't matter, but yes. Right. This is all to say that uh, very hot that guy is. Oh, my God. Oh, but yeah, no, there were a lot of these guys where I was like, this is my, yeah, it's hot. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, maybe we maybe we need to cool it with the with the guns. Maybe we maybe we come in with kisses. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we try kisses. Maybe we try some kisses. With some kisses help. Oh, I love that. I mean. That's the movie there, yes. Yeah, that's the movie where I'm Harry, but instead of killing all of these these Middle Eastern terrorists, I'm kissing all of them. Yes, true guys, maybe. True guys. <laughs> true guys. And there's no Helen. It's just me kissing guys for two yes. hours and with 20 the, minutes. <laughs> with the tearaway shorts or something. Yes, yes exactly. Like they're, they're, Yes, there is still the transformation scene. There's still yes. the interrogation scene because I want to act. So I get to be Helen, I guess, in that scene. Yes. And then otherwise, I'm just kissing a bunch of men from of Middle Eastern descent for two hours. Yeah. Your sexuality is your power. Yes. yes. This is how I'm going to stop, you know, terror in this country is kisses. <laughs> With kisses. <laughs> oh, oh, man. It's going to be great. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Uh, yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. I, you know, I, I think this is a great way to kick off Action Movie Month. I think it's a great, like, if somebody asked what's a great action movie for actrosexuals, True Lies would be one of the first ones I'd mention. Yeah. And uh, I am so happy that she 
that Jamie Lee got a Golden Globe for this. I love the Globesy recognition. Yeah, it's super cool. I can't believe we didn't know that going into this, but I I love that we know that now. Yeah, yeah, I feel good well about deserved. that. Yeah. Um, did you have any other thoughts on True Lies before we, you know, fly off in a helicopter over the Florida Keys? Yeah, right. Uh, no, I'm looking through my notes. They they were kind of minimal to begin with, but I I think I hit everything. And I asked Keon, you know, before, like, do you have any more nuggets? of behind the scenes because we actually own the dvd even though i just ended up watching it on paramount plus i forgot that we had it um but he didn't have too much to add a lot of the stuff was on imdb so but i I know he'll be very excited to listen to this episode well keon this this buds for you and i hope we i hope we did it justice i'm sorry to burst the bubble about helen falling off the the bedpost but you know uh yeah Maybe I'm maybe I'm lying, you know. Maybe or maybe this... he did. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Maybe this is just a deception, and really, listen, you don't know what to believe. I think that's a lesson we all learn from this movie. Yeah, uh, a glitch in the matrix or something. But maybe he did tell me what it actually was, and I just interpreted it wrong, which is very possible. So who knows? I'll talk to him after we record, and he'll yell at me. He's like, "I told you that." Yeah, and then slap yeah. me and say, "Sharmuta." <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guarantee when he listens to this he would he will gasp at that point. Good. Good. That's all yeah, we that's want. Um, yes. Well, and and with that, we are in fact being played off. I knew it. Yeah. Uh, so where can folks find more of you? Uh, they can find me on my other podcast, The Good Vanilla, which is a Barefoot Contessa podcast, uh, or you can find me on Instagram at Nick Kochanov. How about you? Well, you can find me over on All Right Mary, where we are now like waist deep into All Stars 8 of Drag Race. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Trucker underscore. And you can find more of both of us in a best supporting capacity on Instagram at BSA Pod. Or you can send us an email at thebsapod at gmail.com. And, you know, keep your peepers peeled because just around the corner is the best supporting after show where the conversation continues about things that we've been watching, doing, eating. We check in on our assignments, our BSAs of the week. It's a whole thing. And you will find out what our movie is going to be next week. Uh, and and you would get early access to episodes just like this and so much and so much more. And all of this is at patreon.com slash BSA pod. Ah. What a great advertisement there. Well, thank you. Thank you. And that's no lie. (laughs) It's the truth. It's the truth. (laughs) (laughs) And that, as they say, is that.